Kelly Brogan, MD, Kelly, BroganMD.com. I walked into my recently resumed Sunday morning dance class to hear one of the teachers, struggling to proclaim through her mask, freedom is the opportunity to do what's right, so let's do what's right ladies, and do our part to end this pandemic. The phrase what's right echoed in my mind like a haunting. What if her right is different than mine? What if doing her right harms me? Does that still make it right? What is right anyway? Does it mean kind, good, just, accepted, evidence-based, popular? In the absence of clear answers to these internal questions, her enthusiastic rallying cry struck me as the propagation of Stockholm Syndrome, or identification with and defending the parentified aggressor. It is, most often, the belief that we are aligning with virtue, or at least with the necessary sacrifice and the authority to find common good, that leads well-intentioned people to engage in extremely harmful behavioral programs. I imagine that this woman is so sensitive to human suffering that she feels lionized to end it in the way that is most available to her and to encourage others to do the same. But is it her responsibility to champion the reduction in human suffering according to her adopted narrative? Or is her only responsibility to take care of herself in the way that makes sense to her? Would she care to know that her approach to ending suffering for some, diminishing supposed infectious spread, may generate it for others, feeding hysteria that leads to economic collapse, mandated unemployment, homelessness, suicide, and the unfathomable injury that attends mandated vaccination, not to mention hypoxia and increased risk of illness documented with mask wearing, more on that below? What if there is no identified morbid virus spreading at all? Then what do masks represent? What if it's all a story to usher in a societal control grid? Those who design public media and marketing efforts, i.e., expert propagandists like Edward Bernays, know human sensitivities and the concept of social responsibility well. They know that we long to be seen as good people in the eyes of authority and also as a competitive advantage over our wrongdoing, pain-causing, problem-making peers. In fact, when viewed through the lens of childhood behavioral programming, the layers of divisiveness and groupthink that seem to be unraveling the fabric of society begin to make sense. Let's dive in, shall we? To be right, to be good, to be loved. For generations, children the world over have been raised in authoritarian households, defined by hierarchical power dynamics, punished for deviant individual expression, and rewarded for sheepish compliance, ultimately disconnected from their own drives, interests, and intuition. As I wrote in my book Own Yourself. Greater than at best, we were parented by fair-weather parents who were nice and kind or cold and sharp, depending on how our behavior suited them in the moment. At worst, we were abused, manipulated, or abandoned, left to feel like we were worthless or were some sort of an asset to be used. And this was how we learned what love is. We learned from people who themselves were struggling, disconnected, and afraid, and who were conditioned by a culture that only knows one way to interact with powerful energies, to attempt to dominate and control them. Remember that we are several hundred years into a medical paradigm that is basically an arena for warfare on the body, antibiotics, antidepressants, antihypertensives. We don't care about the why, we just want the symptom to go away. So is it any surprise that our parents, and their parents, only cared about behaviors that felt good to be around? Greater than. Greater than the incentives for ethical behavior get externalized onto a grid of goodness and badness according to the meritocracy and value system that parents establish. Lost is the inner compass, the inner sense of one's needs, including needs around nourishing themselves and expressing their emotions. And ultimately we can be left having followed all the rules, played nice, and still feeling fundamentally unfulfilled, unwelcome, unliked, and even unloved on a soul level. Greater than and this is how we learn to experience obedience and rule following as a virtue. In our survival-based programming, 
we abandon ourselves, our needs, and even the investigation of our beliefs in a flight toward doing the right thing. I would even argue that altruism, compassion, and decisions made for the greater good that feel like a sacrifice probably are, they are a sacrifice to the altar of social engineering and program depersonalization on a mass scale. Indeed, when we help others, when we serve others, when we support those less fortunate, it is an organic overflowing from our full cup. Caring about others happens without coercion, and it is our fundamentally loving human natures that are liberated through and by contact with self-acceptance and love. That's why I have witnessed every patient I've ever worked with who has been through the deep, messy, dark work of soul retrieval from psychiatric medication come out the other side bursting with a desire to help others. That's also why those who are shaming maskless civilians don't exactly appear to be concerned for the well-being of those they are shaming, nor even concerned for their own health necessarily, but rather, are pouring from quite empty cups to garner a little hit of power. Anatomy of a PSYOP So if we, for the most part, share the same vulnerability, fear of authority, from which we also seek protection, what happens when, without any socioculturally ritualized passage into adulthood, we transfer that locus of authority from our parents to the government when we come of age? Government, a word that etymologically means to control. Control comes in many forms, and specifically, the tactic with the highest yield for domination is trauma-based mind control. The instrument of mainstream media, over which there are six ruling corporations, exists for the sole purpose of television programming of your conscious and subconscious mind toward behavioral compliance with government agendas. When all mainstream channels are telling you to look over here, you better believe it's because they don't want you to look over there, and because the headline-making event will likely set the conditions for the problem-reaction-solution of increased control and capture. This is why the most important question to ask is, what is their ultimate plan, and how does granting or restricting a particular freedom serve that plan? Rosie Corey has been a whistleblower for the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals known as Agenda 21, a long-standing globalist effort toward one-world dominance that involves divesting the average citizen of his slash her rights to individuality, bodily sovereignty, free commerce, and property ownership under the pretense of the greater good, preserving nature, and fair trade. In order to strip 99% of the population of its power to dissent, the 1% of controllers must make a calculated and stepwise effort toward gatekeeping participation in society, itself, by severely limited land ownership and land use, herding the masses into CAFO-style, prefabricated urban centers and newly developed smart city enclaves where 24-7 surveillance will be the new normal. And, because the vast majority of us are still operating with our power center externalized from our being, traumatized and imprinted, and terrified of death, we are easily controlled. We are also easily controlled because we are empathic and couldn't possibly fathom a reality where those so disconnected from their heart centers might be decades into agendas that require our essential dehumanization, oppression, and enslavement. We are controllable because we care, we want to be loved, we want to be protected, and we want approval. Psychological operations, or psyops, which include the selective presentation of emotionally provocative information for behavioral manipulation have been employed by governments for decades to retain and advance population-based control and financial servitude. Project Mockingbird, Operation Paperclip, and MKUltra are but a few of the publicly acknowledged secret programs that included human experimentation that utilize brainwashing techniques to deceive, program, and manipulate behavior. Often, these operations seed our consciousness with divisiveness while overtly appearing to support societal victims. I call it coddling the victim, which appears altruistic, but ultimately reifies the disempowerment of factions of society that serves the divide-and-conquer agenda. For example, I bet you thought that the hard-won woman's right to vote was a correcting of decades of systemic misogyny. I certainly did. When freedoms are selectively doled out, they are only offered because they serve a greater intention, 
as Aaron Russo details here, stating that women in the workforce allowed for taxation of the other half of the population and commandeering of the child for early access conditioning. What does this have to do with corona? A new addition to questioningcovid.com, Kevin Ryan writes in his article Is the Coronavirus Scare a PSYOP that it shares these qualities with other historical fear-mongering for social manipulation PSYOPs? 1. Fear-based and globally directed. 2. Media saturation with bias toward fear. 3. Data manipulation and propaganda. 4. Censorship of opposing views. 5. Intelligence agency control of information. 6. Preceded by exercises mimicking the threat. 7. Series of claims made that are later proven false. 8. Response threatens democracy. 9. Large increase in wealth and power for a few, increase in social inequality. 10. Increased government control of the public and reduced individual freedoms. 11. Response kills far more than the original threat. 12. Evidence for manufactured events. You might also be shocked to learn that manufactured events or false flags involve crisis actors, fake footage, CGI, and the disseminated media talking points with associated censorship of any dissenting perspectives on these theatrical events passed off as news. Censorship can come from Gates and Soros-funded fact-checkers, but it can also come from your neighbor or a holier-than-thou FB commenter. It is the deputization of the average civilian that is necessary for suppression of those who might question the narrative, and this is how and why mind control is effective. We electively participate to police ourselves and others in a dynamic evocative of sibling rivalry where one toddler kicks the other while tattling to mommy about how she's not following the rules. The story behind the story. What is going on here? Are we wearing them to protect ourselves? To protect others? It doesn't matter what kind of covering we use, where we get it, and we don't have to dispose of it frequently in a biohazard receptacle. Huh? This confusion, obfuscation, and inconsistency is part of the psychological operation. It's part of the cognitive dissonance that is resolved through capitulation to mob mentality, and the illusion of safety that is exchanged for seemingly tolerable infringements of freedom. If we are going to enact large-scale medical interventions for the greater good, I, for one, would like to see some quality science to support this novel approach to wellness and health. So let's take a look. But first, a disclaimer, I don't believe in germ theory because I know that, never in the history of mankind, has a virus been properly identified, purified, or demonstrated to cause an illness, according to conventional medicine's own postulates. The history of so many theories originates with a fraudulent agent, Pasteur, offered the spotlight by, secret society, elite who wished to leverage certain scientific information in order to maintain population-based control, submission, compliance, and dependency on the pharmaceutical industry. What works better than to convince people to be scared, not only of their own bodies and other people's bodies, but also of invisible demons that can attack you randomly. And there is nothing you can do except hide, and in a worst-case scenario, present to the temple of the hospital for salvation. Oh, and you can also repeatedly inject yourself with unstudied chemicals and fetal and animal tissues for protection. No. The body is far more sophisticated than that, and there is far more innate purpose and psycho-emotional meaning in our symptoms than the system would have you believe. In fact, Antoine Bisham, Pasteur's contemporary and one of the original contributors to terrain theory, or lifestyle medicine, presented his findings in pleomorphism demonstrating that intracellular entities, microzymes, transform into and mobilize as tissue-specific bacteria when the body needs help clearing damaged tissue. 
and what we call viruses may be no more than bodily exosomes, also known as viral-like particles because they are literally indistinguishable from what conventional medicine calls viruses, designed for detox-based, inter-individual and cross-kingdom communication of nucleic-based information. What we are calling microbes are the result and even the support of resolution of disease, not the cause. Through this lens, the facts stack up as such. 1. There is no new disease in the world, only patented fragments. 2. All available tests for COVID-19 are unreliable and scientifically invalidated. 3. Associated statistics on incidence and mortality are fraudulent. But, even if we return to the chessboard to play the germ theory game, the science of facial covering and even surgical masks, that were never designed for viral-sized fragments but rather for the much larger mycobacterium tuberculosis, speaks for itself. As excerpted from Stand for Health Freedom. Mandatory masks can cause considerable harm and are not proven effective. Greater than evidence that face masks reduce the transmission of viral respiratory infections within community settings is equivocal at best. A recent meta-analysis of scientific literature, including 11 randomized, controlled trials and 10 observational studies, found that there was no clear clinical or laboratory-confirmed evidence that masks prevent infection. 2. To the contrary, the study warned that face masks, may even increase transmission if they act as fomites, objects or materials that are likely to carry infection, or prompt other behaviors that transmit the virus such as face touching. Greater than. Greater than this echoes World Health Organization, WHO, guidance published on January 29, 2020 entitled, Advice on the Use of Masks in the Community, During Home Care and in Healthcare Settings in the Context of the Novel Coronavirus, 2019 NCOV, Outbreak. 3. In it, the WHO says, wearing medical masks when not indicated may cause unnecessary cost, procurement burden and create a false sense of security that can lead to neglecting other essential measures such as hand hygiene practices. Furthermore, the January 2020 WHO guidance stated that cloth, for example, cotton or gauze, masks are not recommended under any circumstance. Greater than. Greater than cloth masks have been found to be particularly problematic. 4. A British medical journal, BMJ, Study published in April 2020 cautions against the use of cloth masks, citing moisture retention, reuse of cloth masks and poor filtration may result in increased risk of infection. 5. The WHO affirms increased infection risk with cloth masks in its latest June 5, 2020 guidance. 6. It based its guidance on an earlier BMJ study that found the penetration of particles to be 97% in the cloth mask group, with significantly higher rates of infection and influenza-like illness. 7. Greater than greater than a study on the CDC website that reviewed 10 different randomized clinical trials worldwide on highly infectious respiratory virus transmission found no significant reduction in transmission with the use of face masks. 8. Greater than. Greater than given the lack of evidence for their use. 9. And flip-flopping advice both against and for their use by authoritative health agencies like the WHO, the increasing pressure to wear masks in public, and the decreased ability to access basic services required to maintain one's health, liberty and livelihood constitutes an unnecessary power grab and means of controlling the population. And to sample from the extensively referenced writing of Dr. Rancourt. No RCT, randomized controlled trial, study with verified outcome shows a benefit for HCW, healthcare workers, or community members and households to wearing a mask or respirator. There is no such study. There are no exceptions. Likewise, no study exists that shows a benefit from a broad policy to wear masks in public. Furthermore, 
if there were any benefit to wearing a mask, because of the blocking power against droplets and aerosol particles, then there should be more benefit from wearing a respirator, N95, compared to a surgical mask, yet several large meta-analyzes, and all the RCT, prove that there is no such relative benefit. Masks and respirators do not work. So, if, according to establishment organizations, and published science itself, this is not an effective, necessary, or even safe intervention, then why is this happening? It's happening because we are letting it happen. And, in many cases, it's happening because we want to feel the firm hand of authority pressing upon us, we like rules, and we feel safer when there are expectations of us. It's all a part of the trauma that we are not yet ready to heal. And a planet full of traumatized people is ripe for recruitment to a belief system that foregrounds the role of technology in transcending human life. We have been taken hostage and our civil liberties stripped by the globalist agenda of an uncredentialed technocrat who comes from eugenicist stock and has no medical or scientific expertise, dictating international health policy while he invests in GMOs and 5G networks and is the top peddler of vaccines the world over. Houston, we have a problem. Can you see how the dots connect and that this may never have actually been about a virus? To those people, masks are a part of a ritual and that ritual serves further control and ultimately biopolitical capture of the human body through dehumanization. A mask covers essential facial features, limits freedom of speech, and evokes illness and danger imprints. Perpetuation of fear and vigilance. Masks remind us that we are still in the time of the virus and that we must remain afraid, even as we engage in normative behaviors. Submission signaling. Obedience is now demonstrated visibly, so that those who are non-compliant are exposed. Recruitment of the healthy. While the medical industry has captured most of the world population through toxic and induced disease, the healthy can be entrapped when they too are recruited for the greater good. Indeed, our unacknowledged, unexamined trauma is the perfect hole for the key insertion of totalitarianism. When you hear that it is for your safety and for the greater good, remember that the government doesn't actually care about your safety, has a very different definition of the greater good, and would be hard-pressed to define health as anything other than the absence of death. It's time to own yourself. The first step to reclaiming your power from a system that does not reflect your values or serve your interests is to take responsibility for your health. With whistleblowers, dissenting physicians, and citizen activists speaking out, it's clear that there is not a consensus around this unprecedented medical intervention. And wherever there is polarization, there must be choice. There is no place for mandated medicine in a free country. Trust me, I would love to mandate organic food, exercise, and meditation, but I recognize that the practice of embodiment is deeply personal. It shouldn't be hard to imagine that, even if you agree with mandated masks as a condition for participation in society, there may come a time when you don't agree with a bodily mandate. When a certain safety measure strikes you as inappropriately invasive. And then what? The precedent for commandeering of choice may already be in place. When you outsource your health to government or the medical establishment, you accept the poison apple they seek to feed you. These systems aren't designed to know anything about health. They are only designed to know profit and control. You don't need laws, rules, and mandates to ensure your well-being. You have the power to heal and experience vitality through your daily lifestyle choices even in the most dire of circumstances, as I have demonstrated in my published case reports, books, and writings. You don't have to be afraid of your body, and you don't need daddy government and mommy medicine to take care of you. You've got this. We've got this. There's a better way, and it's time for us to claim it. Resources. Questioningcovid.com. One-click action for state and local officials. While many businesses have signage stating masks are required to adhere to mandates, consumers do have the choice to wear or not wear a mask in the majority of locations.
Most county ordinances afford exemptions from mask wearing without required documentation, in accordance with HIPAA ADA. The following script may be used to help empower consumers to exercise the choice that is in their health's best interest. Consumer Script As you enter a store to respectfully shop and or seek services, in many cases, employees will not inquire or mention the mask requirement. In the case that you are told masks are mandatory or asked to put one on, here is an example script. Business, masks are mandated in our store. Do you have one you can put on? Individual, I am health exempt from wearing a mask. Or, I have a medical exemption. After stating an exemption, in the majority of cases, greater than 95% in our experience, most businesses will be aware of the ramifications of questioning you further and will allow you to proceed. Business, what is your exemption? Can you explain it further? Individual, the state, or local, mandate exempts individuals that have a medical or behavioral condition or disability. Here is a copy of the exemptions. Print a copy of your local exemption list to bring with you. Business, can you explain your medical condition further? At this point if the conversation continues, you can ask to speak to a manager, choose to educate the individual or spend your dollars elsewhere. As you see fit, you may also choose to share your experience with friends and family or on social media, as well as educate yourself on discrimination rights and practices in public and business settings. Individual, no, I respectfully will not. It is private information and I am not required to disclose that information. References 2. https colon slash slash www.kos.com slash read slash 1sc5l4 3. https colon slash slash apps.who.int slash iris slash handle slash 10665 slash 330987 4. https colon slash slash bmjopen.bmj.com slash content slash 5 slash 4 slash e0065777 5. https colon slash slash www.ncb.nlm.nih.gov slash pmc slash article slash pmc 4420971 slash hash underscore ffn underscore sec title. 6. https colon slash slash www.who.int slash publication slash i slash item slash advice on the use of masks in the community during home care and in healthcare settings in the context of the novel coronavirus 2019 cough outbreak. 7. https colon slash slash www.ncb.nlm.nih.gov slash pmc slash article slash pmc 4420971 slash hash underscore ffn underscore sec title. 8. https colon slash slash www.ncb.cdc.gov slash ed slash article slash 26 slash 5 slash 19209994 underscore article. 9 https colon slash slash www.sidrap.um.edu slash news perspective slash 2020 slash 04 slash commentary masks all COVID-19 not based sound data. Copyright Kelly Brogan. All rights reserved. This article, republished with permission, originally appeared here. Kelly Brogan, MD, is a Manhattan-based holistic psychiatrist, author of the New York Times best-selling book, A Mind of Your Own, and co-editor of the landmark textbook Integrative Therapies for Depression. She completed her psychiatric training and fellowship at NYU Medical Center after graduating from Cornell University Medical College, and has a BS from MIT in Systems Neuroscience. View full bio.